The show has explicit language and probably has mature themes. Hey, John, you give us that intro lick. something up on wikipedia watched a few youtube about it and i'm gonna explain it to my friend david gerondel hey david hey dex hey how you been i've been good how you been i've also been good right on what are we gonna learn about well before we talk about what we're gonna learn about um a listener actually commented on instagram and expanded on something from yeah good finally i know it's fun uh it was tanner lopez and he wrote on instagram Hey, Dexter, David, and Jonathan. I always enjoy listening to the show. Distinctions between things are always my favorite. One of the things you guys covered was board sports, and I enjoy skateboarding and wanted to add an extra touch to it. So you remember we were talking about the difference between goofy and regular? Yeah, I remember. Yes. Plus, um, I was playing Sea of Thieves with him last night, and we talked about it. He he educated my ass about this last night. Well, it's so cool because actually I was looking it up on Wikipedia, and I knew that was a thing, but couldn't like make it concise enough in order to write about it in my okay. own head. Yeah, he explained like, it pretty concisely because I me. had quite a few things to do in the distinctions, and like that was one of the. Th- anyway, let's get to it. Um, continuing with skateboarding, there are two other stances that come into play. Oh wait, actually, <laughs> sorry, uh, regular is with your right foot back and your left foot forward because most people are right foot dominant and the dominant your dominant foot is better for the supporting role. And right. when we were talking about it, we actually both talked about how when we slide, we lead with our right foot forward and that's why it's weird. But I thought about it, and actually, whenever I think about sliding, I always think about sliding with my left foot forward. Yeah, no, I do too. I think we saw, said that. No, we said it wrong. Oh, did we? Yeah. Oh, but yeah. We both. No, meant I think that. I slide with my left foot probably. Anyway, let's. Yeah. So let's finish. Um, with skateboarding, there are two other stances that come into play: nollie and fakie. Nollie is when you are rolling in your normal stance, rather goofy or regular, and you pop your board up with your non-dominant foot. And fakie would be rolling switch stance, but popping the board with your dominant foot. So if you're doing nollie, you're rolling in your no- normal stance, but you pop with your non-dominant foot. Right. And uh, fakie is when you're... So your back foot. Rolling switch stance. So you're rolling opposite what you regularly go and pop with your dominant foot. Okay. So that's fakie. So yeah, thank you so much, Tanner. That was, like, really fucking cool. And we always want people to, like, expand on what we're talking about and fix what we're talking about. So thanks, homie. Yeah, keep doing it. Keep keep it up. Yeah. Um, like, keep actually putting it in here. Don't just tell Jonathan about it on Sea of Thieves. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> in, an, in a previous episode, we said we weren't going to mention that game. Anyhow. Oh. <laughs> anyhow. Well, I broke that one now. <laughs> anyway, um, I do have something we are going to be talking about in this miniature <laughs> episode. Wait, you want me to ask you twice? Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, for the second time, what are we going to learn about today? <laughs> Ambergris. Oh, nice. I yeah. think it's ambergris. Oh, is it? That's how I pronounce it. Ambergris is French for amber. Yeah. yeah. And as the French often do, the I For gray is amber. It's, it's ambergris. It's ambergris. Yeah. Please do amber. ambergris. Don't do say ambergris the whole episode. Don't do that. I'm so like, I so want to just to piss you off. Yeah. Like, I don't think I will just for like the benefit of our listeners. Cool. But I, just I think w- our listeners deserve ambergris. <laughs> I just want to to piss you off, but I won't. Okay, cool. Um, He cares about the listeners that much. It is very tempting for him to piss me off, though. It's his, <laughs> his second favorite thing after like presenting you with quality information. Yeah, and lemon is up there, too. Ambergris is a substance that is made in sperm whales, and it's more valuable than gold. By like, weight? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, by far. Yeah, quite a bit. A, a lot f- of things are more valuable than gold by weight. Yeah, exactly. Um, a few examples of recent ambergris finds. In 2012, an eight-year-old kid in the UK found a piece that weighed a little over a pound and was worth $60,000. Woo! Yeah. Yeah, I think if you find it in the US, it's worthless. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get into why that is. Um, in 2016, fishermen in Oman found a 175-pound lump of ambergris Whoa. that was worth $3 million. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Holy cow. So it's a, it's a, for now, it's a thing that comes from sperm whales that's, like, really fucking expensive. Yeah, it comes, are we going to talk about where it we comes will, from? We in them? Okay. But let's talk about sperm whales first. Okay, yeah. Um, they're the largest active predator ever to have been on planet Earth. Yep. And toothed uh, whales, not baleen. Toothed, so like yeah. all the other whales that are active as big predator, or bigger than uh, yeah. them have baleen, not teeth. They have teeth. They don't eat plankton like other large whales. No, they eat they large They eat squid things. mostly. It's mostly, yeah. Like the other ones. Yeah. Like giant squid. Like blue the whales, they squid. just like get plankton and kind of filter feed yep. as they push through. But sperm whales eat They're like active lar- predators. Yeah. They hunt um, in the deep too. And before the whaling boom of the early 1900s, there was an estimated 1.1 million sperm whales, and now there are approximately 350,000. Mm. But their population is rising again, and that's why they're actually on the endangered species list, um, which is why America has like regulations against stuff that comes from them gotcha yeah i mean yeah basically the idea is like you're you're encouraging people to profit from the killing of sperm whales yeah uh essentially and then just they could be like oh we found this on the beach yep uh they're called sperm whales because their head is filled with a waxy oily substance called spermaceti yep And uh, historically, (laughs) people thought spermaceti was coagulated whale sperm. (laughs) Because it's like kind of white in color and kind of thick. Yeah, but that just... uh, I feel like... I know, it's kind of lazy. I feel like 
if like, these really? hadn't been just like gonna... a bunch of men stranded alone for like long boats. periods yeah. of time. They just want to see semen everywhere. Yeah, they're just like obsessed <laughs> with sex at this point. They have to they have to masturbate next to like fifty other men just like crowded underneath a ship. And I mean, people are shitting down there and pissing, and yep. people are getting sick. And all you're doing is looking And you haven't seen a woman it. in forever. So, yeah, you're like, oh, what's that in that whale's head? Yeah. I bet it's sperm. Yeah. You know what? I bet he's right. I bet that's exactly what I bet that is. You know what? I'm so horny. I bet jizz is on my mind, too. <laughs> uh, anyway, because if their sperm was in their head, jizz oh, would yeah, be in their was. Mind. Okay. I gotcha. Um, <laughs> nice. Okay. I gotcha. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> also, historically, people really like to use a spermaceti for pomades, nice wax candles, cosmetic creams, and later for industrial lubricants. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Hopefully they had figured out what it actually was before they started yeah, doing yeah, that. Exactly. Otherwise, they're just like... <laughs> <laughs> Thompson's machinery The only machinery guaranteed to be lubed with whale sperm <laughs> So, uh, like, but their heads really are just like Like, if you see a sperm whale, like, they got those giant-ass noggins Yeah Like, right from underneath where their jawline starts Their top jawline Yeah Is basically just a huge fluid cavity full of spermaceti Right, yep and that's what they use to create sonar and resonate their clicks in order to communicate and find their prey um, or like echolocation. So what they do is from their nose, they make the clicking noise and it goes back through the rest of their brain, like not their brain cavity, but the spermaceti cavern. Uh-huh. And goes back through through their nose towards the back of their skull, which actually juts up from the base and forms kind of like a radar Whoa. type parabola okay. thing. And then their back of their like a skull, radar dish, yeah, yeah, the back of their skull focuses out their sonar that goes through the spermaceti cavern and back out um, in a focused pattern. And then they use that to find their prey. And um, Holy crap! So like basically the the spermaceti cavern this this is massive resonate, waxy organ is a, is a resonator. Cavern. So like basically what happens is when that it's sound amp- it's an amplification exactly tube. it makes it that much more precise because what happens is that sound comes in and when it hits that fluid now all sorts of waves start propagating through that fluid and I'm sure that there are nerve endings. Um, encapsulating that thing that way they have a very precise way to locate man it's it just amplifies it not just in like it doesn't just increase the potency of the signal i feel like the accuracy knowing how it works yeah it increases the precision and accuracy of that signal Mm -hmm. you could probably so scientists now believe biologists now believe that bats that use echolocation. So not like fruit bats, but like the bats we have here in North America use mm-hmm. echolocation that they actually see in with sound. echolocation. Yeah, they can actually see both with their like eyes. Like quote unquote see. Like, no, no, not quote unquote see as in form images in their mind 
Okay, like, like practically 3D literally images, seeing, practically literally seeing. Not with the same mechanism, but not with the, the same, same mechanism. Effect. But you know, keep in mind the same that your like vision, mental effect. Yeah, the same basically. mental effect. Exactly. Okay. Keep in mind that what you all so perceive yeah, that's what the sperm whale is doing. Is not basically. what you yeah is not what you see. So you can see with other methods. But yeah, so because of that resonation spermaceti cavern, the sperm whale is the loudest animal on the planet. Oh my goodness. It can be as loud as 230 decibels. Jeez, oh Pete. (laughs) And just for, yeah, for comparison, a jet plane taking off at 25 meters is 150 decibels. Yeah, no, seriously. 230 decibels is enough to just destroy your ability to hear anything. It's a logarithmic scale. Like, if you are close enough to, like, the only way to really get close to a sperm whale is to do free diving. And there are, like, stories about, like, a person being uncomfortable with the clicking noises and, like, holding their arm out and becoming, like, paralyzed in their arm because of the vibrations. Oh, my god. Like, the vibrations are actually enough, especially during their hunting maneuvers, because the clicks get, like, so much closer together. During, like, their hunting maneuvers, which usually also happens near the, like way lower levels where humans can't be but that could actually like like vibrate a person to death holy cow (laughs) yeah has anyone posited that they perhaps stun their prey this way um because it seems like it would be an effective method of doing that i didn't read that but honestly that like makes perfect sense and just because I didn't read that doesn't mean it's not in the literature. Right. And one thing can do two things. Right? Yeah. Like you, <clears throat> especially Regularly. in evolution, it's always, it's always best if one trait gives you multiple benefits. Yeah. Um, so sperm whales are pretty fucking big. They're whales. And they need a lot of fucking food. They need a literal ton of food a day. And oh they, my God! Yeah, a ton of food a, a liter- day. Yeah, a ton of food a day. A literal ton. And that's um, how bountiful our oceans are. That it used to be that 1.1 million were swimming around. Yeah. So could, our oceans can support at least that many. Yeah. And those are only that's only one example. Of, so that's 1.1 1. 1 million predator tons in the ocean. Yeah, that's only one apex predator. Yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. <clears throat> um, but they do, as we said, mostly eat squid and giant squid right um but this is where we get into ambergris ambergris which is our topic for today not sperm whales yeah (laughs) (laughs) so squids have those hard beaks yeah 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 exactly they they do they have a hard bony substance is like right in between what's like kind of their anus where they eat out of it looks like their anus based on their body shape to me Anyway, oh, it's are like you talking a, about their siphon? No, the the where the beak is, like it's like basically right where all their like tentacles come tentacles together. Tentacles come and together. Arms. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like that's where they should be shitting out of, in my opinion, not eating out of. Oh, oh, I see. Um anyway. <laughs> but they but the, the the whole point of the arms and the tentacles is to pull food into the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, weird thing about squid, did you know? Octopus have eight eight arms and no tentacles. Mm. Squid have eight tentacles and two arms. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're, they're different. Wait, so why? 
I don't know. I thought so. It if was you look a at thing. a squid, they have two "quote unquote" tentacles that look different than the rest. They're longer. Those are arms, and, and they're their arms. Okay. And they have different abilities than the tentacles. Okay, so yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, squid. Squid. Um, usually, the whale just vomits up all the beaks and like hard shit it eats. Right. Um, yeah, because how are you going to digest a beak? Also, yeah. they're sharp. They're sharp as shit. Like if you imagine, we're we're talking a beak. Imagine like almost like the sharpest, pointiest parrot beak you can imagine, and that's kind of close approximation yeah. to what a, a a squid beak looks like. And you're eating like hundreds of those a day. Yeah. Um. So yeah, usually you just like oh, get them out of you, but sometimes they uh, break in and actually make it further down your intestinal tract. Mm. And then let's get to the whale's perspective and not your perspective anymore. So the whale's gut secretes the ambergris substance. Ambergris substance. David told me before this episode was like ambergris. Ambergris. Um, it's French. To so it secretes ambergris, the whale's gut, in order to ease passing of the shit. Yeah. So like, basically, it's it's coating this sharp, you know, somewhat dangerous object that could even puncture its gut lining. You know. Uh, yeah. Under the wrong circumstances. It, yeah, it could actually happen. But uh, so it coats that. it in a bunch of, you know, goopy, waxy, like colon wax. Yeah. Um, gut wax. So, so, Butthole yeah. wax. Um, sometimes, though, the mass gets too large to pass, and chunks of ambergris create what Minute Earth, the YouTube channel, terms a uh, roadblock. Ooh. So here's a quote from Minute Earth. It's a great one. Some roadblocks simply pop free, but others just get denser as they capture more fecal matter and squid parts from the poop flowing around them. They also grow larger. A sperm whale's colon can bulge to five times its usual diameter to accommodate one of these snowballing accretions, but eventually it ruptures, killing the whale and releasing a huge butt pearl of ambergris into the ocean. That's really awful. It is fucking awful. That's That's nature for you, though. Like nature, nature doesn't strive to make perfect designs. It strives to make designs that are good enough to make the next generation. Yeah, like literally, that's that's like after hearing about that, I don't know if I'll ever. I mean, I'll still complain about being constipated, but that's some fucked up constipation. Oh yeah, that's that's just awful. Your colon is five times the size. around shit where it's just like passing through a giant blockage and this until is, eventually you die. And this is a toothed whale. Like this is yeah. an incredibly intelligent uh, creature. Honestly, like, this it, is a very, very intelligent, very extremely intelligent. Actually like sperm whales have either the largest brain size or the largest brain size to body mass or like something equivalent. Anyhow, they're extremely smart. They're, not like just aloof running around the ocean. No, yeah, yeah, they're extremely they're, smart. I I saw something about uh, sperm whales recently where their their babies, the calves, um, try to dive to hunt with the parents, but they can't hold their breath that long. Of yeah, course, yeah, yeah. There was that, so, that geo thing about that. So they dive until they can't anymore, and then they'll go and surface, and then they just have to wait for their their you know the rest of the pod 
which is usually like they can actually hear them deep, deep, oh, yeah. deep underneath um, them. Because those clicks are so loud. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they can hear them. Sperm whale can actually hear. Sperm whales can actually hear each other from like 500 to over a couple thousand miles, depending on how big they are. Man, I wonder what like, kind of. So you're talking you can, about like a sperm whale could hear another sperm whale from across, like basically on the other side of the world. The world is more than 500 miles. No, 3,000 miles. Oh, 3,000 miles. Like a couple thousand miles, like 300 to a couple thousand miles. Oh, geez. Okay. But still, the world does have a circumference of something like 23,000. Oh, does it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. But, um, <laughs> but um, no, that's incredible, though. It is Think incredible. about the time lag involved in that. Yeah. Because, like, sound typically travels at around. Well, it travels faster in water. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah. How much faster? So let's... I don't know. I don't know. Let's give it an arbitrary, like, 900 miles per hour. Because in in atmosphere, it's... We're saying it goes, like, three times faster. No, in atmosphere, it goes almost 700. No, let's say it goes at least three times faster. No, we're we're getting way off track. Let's cut all of that. Thank you. Um, (laughs) So uh, let's get back to ambergris. So after the lump of waxy secretions and beaks either makes it out the whale's butthole or the whale dies and the chunk of ambergris otherwise makes it to the ocean, it starts floating around because ambergris floats. Yeah, it's, it's lighter than water. It's waxy. Yeah. It's made of lipids, and which when is a fancy word for fat. Yeah, it is. And when it's first released, it's black and soft, and it can like sometimes float around for years and years before it makes landfall. Yeah, and apparently that makes it more valuable. Yeah, like it's they, like called like kind of curing. Yeah, it it soaks up the saltiness and the yeah. fishy funk from the ocean. Yeah, like the sun, air, and water oxidize it, and water of inside of it evaporates, so it makes a transformation and becomes a harder, still waxy lump that is light gray or yellow as opposed to, like, dark. And in some place in the world, ambergris ambergris is used for medicines or as a spice. But Wait, as a spice? As a spice, too. I've heard of ambergris ice cream, actually, from one of my favorite podcasts, yeah. Um, Also, it's never actually been shown that it is, like, a lot of, it's kind of a, like, misunderstood thing. A lot of people believe that ambergris, Ambergris is uh, whale vomit. Oh. But it's actually, like, usually expelled through the rectum. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, there is this uh, uh, one scientist, because nobody's ever actually seen what end it comes out of. Oh, but this I one, didn't think about that. This one yeah. scientist was, like, saw fresh ambergris and was like, yeah, it smells more like it came out the back end. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I've heard that it has a kind of a barnyardy smell to it. Yeah, yeah. But no, like literally fresh ambergris smells like shit. Yeah, that's what I meant by barnyardy. But that even when it's aged a little bit, it's still, it still smells kind of poopy-ish. Yeah. Though apparently it's safe to eat. <clears throat> it, yeah, You can literally basically. just, you can take a bite out of it. Um, you'll be all right. The most thing they use it for in the Western world nowadays is for... A fixative in perfumes. Okay, yeah. Um, because it holds waste. on to other smells really well. Yeah. 
Um, and it also has its own whole unique smell, which varies a lot based on how long it is cured and other factors. And here's a quote from Wikipedia. Freshly produced ambergris has a marine fecal odor. <laughs> However, it acquires a sweet earthly scent as it ages, commonly likened to the fragrance of rubbing alcohol without the, vapors, <laughs> without the vaporous chemical astringency. That's all I associate with rubbing alcohol. Yeah, without, exactly. Without, without, that, the, without that stinging, uh, yeah. like, acrid... Like, what are they even talking about? What else is um, there? So in other places, I saw it described as having a strong, musty smell. I've never thought as al- of alcohol Or smelling like earthy. a damp forest floor. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like we talked about, it's illegal in Australia. And no, we talked about being illegal in America. But it's also illegal in Australia... And in America, it's illegal because of the Endangered Species Act. Yeah. Um, uh, good for Australia, and, too. Yeah, I, exactly. You know, exactly. I, <clears throat> I'm not against ambergris use at all, but like basically, if it's between people having this product and ensuring that whales don't get harmed, uh, fuck people who <laughs> want ambergris. Yeah, exactly. Especially with how. Like, fucking, it's just a big luxury. Yeah, especially with how luxurious and non necessary. Yeah, it just, it's not are. necessary for anything. Like, for example, nowadays... Yeah, other fixatives. Like, perfume, which well, is yeah, necessary. They actually have a synthetic Unless replacement, and it's called Ambroxan. There you and go. And Ambroxan works just as fucking well. We do it quite well here. Uh, yeah, at Ambroxan... We do it quite well here at Ambroxan Corp. <laughs> we, Shove your fucking whale shit. LLC, we just started We got it. clean wax. <laughs> Um, but that, and it approximates a whale's wax. Um, but yeah, you got anything else you want to talk about, Ambergris? <laughs> it's approximately the same. Approximately. Um, about Ambergris? No. Oh, um, you say it. Let me see. I said that you can eat it. It's. I've said the ice cream. Yeah, no, I don't got anything. All right, and that's. We it. should make an episode about perfume. You should do that. Don't, that would be really good. Don't tell me what to do an episode. On. I know, but do perfume. <laughs> no, we might. I will. We we got so much stuff to do. We'll do it. Eventually. Perfume's super interesting. It doesn't seem like it would be, but once you look into it, no, I agree. Holy actually, shit, it's, I didn't, it's I didn't a whole believe, weird world. I didn't. I didn't even know like how many careers like those... are based on perfume. The perfume industry. Yeah, like separate careers. Um, so I did learn. It's a incredible bit because about there's that. like a lot of chem- chemistry involved. It really took yeah. off after chemistry started to take off. Yeah. So, yeah, we did have something else to talk about. That was interesting. <laughs> uh, but that's it for this mini chode. Dexplanations is recorded at Rabbit Pen Studios in Eugene, Oregon. It's produced, edited, and provided them sweet licks by Jonathan Cunningham. Art and logo by Monet Moran. If you want to support this show, go to patreon.com slash dexplanations or leave a review on iTunes. Likely, we got a bunch of shit wrong. If you want to tell me about it or you just want to bullshit, hit me up at DeXplanationsPodcast at gmail.com. Tweet me at DeXplanations, comment on Instagram, or talk about it wherever else you can find us. I'll bring it up in a later episode or do a new episode about it. Oh, and as for you, you're the best in the West and the rest of the cardinal directions. Bye now. Art logo by Mernon. Whoa. <laughs>
Art and logo by Monet Moran. Uh, shut up, Jonathan Meek. <laughs> that was bad. That was horrible. You didn't even say don't that even well the second time. Don't even. Money I know. Moran? I know. Monet? I know. Stop it. 